Hey everyone, welcome back to Mom Life Crisis. I'm Nikki. I'm Lori. We're here bringing you terrifying legends, ghostly encounters, and unforgettable urban legends. Welcome to Frightful Fridays. Ooh. Hey everyone, happy Frightful Friday. How's everyone doing at the end of this week? Happy Friday. I am thankful it is Friday. That makes two of us. That makes two of us. So this, uh, so I was going back and forth, you know, because I was like, what haven't we spoken about? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, there's plenty we haven't spoken about. True. So I was going to do something on serial killers, but then the story caught my attention. Um, I don't know if you know who Mr. I think his name is Mr. Ballin, Ballin, Ballin? on YouTube. Yes, yes. Mr. Ballin. I know so, him well. So uh, I was going, I was on YouTube trying to find some inspiration and I came across um, this story and I was like, holy shit, this is pretty cool. So this is what we're going to speak of. Have you ever heard of the Greenbrier Greenbrier ghost? I have not. Ooh, well, settle in because this one is a doozy. Ooh, goody. All right. So the Greenbrier ghost also known as Zona Shu, was murdered in 1897. Okay. All right. So, so on January 23rd, Erasmus Shu, he was a blacksmith. He was basically working in his shop and he was planning on going home early to go and see his wife, Zona. Of course, as things may happen, he ended up getting a uh, last minute horseshoe order So he sent his 11-year-old shop helper to his house to check on her because he wanted to let her know that he wasn't going to make it on time. He was going to be a little late, right? You know, of course, something that, you know, a loving husband would do. He was also pretty concerned because she was pregnant, Mm -hmm. but her pregnancy basically caused her a lot of health concerns. So, you know, he wanted to make sure that she was okay and that, you know, she knew he was coming home. They didn't know they didn't want to announce her pregnancy because of all the sicknesses that she had during this pregnancy. So they wanted to wait for it to develop a little more. Mm-hmm. So the backstory with them is they met a few months before she became pregnant. Zona was 23 and she had beautiful dark hair and eyes. She was a total free spirit and had a quick sense of humor. She grew up on a farm and basically she was never away from her house basically lived there all 23 years. Okay. And uh, Mr. Husband of hers, because I cannot (laughs) remember his name to save my life. Mr. Husband. Mr. Husband. We're going to name him Mr. Husband. Um, He showed up in her village to open his shop, which he was working in that day. Mm -hmm. Basically, they saw each other and it was like love at first sight. He was, yeah, he was 35. And they say he was tall, handsome with piercing blue eyes. And her family didn't like him, but especially her mom, because he was so much older than her. Okay. But because she was stubborn and she had a carefree spirit in November, only a few months after meeting, they got married, moved into a little house, and she shortly got pregnant afterward. So now back to the story. The 11 year old arrived at the house and he found it odd that all of the lights were off, being that the sun was setting really quick. He knocked on the door, but Zona never answered. So he also found that odd because she was always moving around, dancing and lollygagging around the house. And as soon as she heard the door, she run to the door to open it. Mm -hmm. He knocked again. Silence. 
like if no one was home. So he tried the door and it was unlocked. It opened. He walked inside. It was completely dark. No lamps, no candles, nothing. He called out for Mrs. Shu, but there was no answer. When he turned the corner, he looked towards the base of the steps that was going up to the second floor. And Mrs. Shu was laying on the ground perpendicular to how the stairs were running with one arm over her chest like she was sleeping at the foot of the stairs. Mm. Hmm. Poor 11-year-old. Imagine walking into a house and seeing this. I'd never go there again. Right. So he called out to her one more time and he basically realized she's not breathing. She's not answering. She's dead. So he sprinted out of there, ran to his house, told his mother that he believed Zona was dead. And his mother told him to go run and get her husband and she would go get the doctor that has been treating Zona throughout her pregnancy. The doctor gets to the house. This has been about an hour later. When he gets there, the 11-year-old, his mom, and some of the neighbors that were gathered at the bottom of the stairs. And when he went up to the second floor, her husband placed her body on the bed and was cradling her head, brushing her hair, and crying hysterically. Brushing her hair? Yeah brushing her hair, just playing with her hair. The doctor, you know, he had the sadness because, you know, he knew them and he was treating her for her pregnancy. So, you know, he, he kind of felt a certain kind of way, but at last he had to do his job. So he told him that he had to, you know, examine her body. He didn't budge. He just kept crying hysterically, rocking back and forth for her in his lap. So then this time the doctor had to be more forceful about it. And he's like, listen, I have to check her body. <laughs> so like, get the fuck out of the way. Mm-hmm. Of course, her husband laid her on the bed. And the whole time during the examination, he kneeled by her head. He placed her hair around her neck, brushing her hair and crying hysterically. The doctor at this point is at the foot of the bed. So he starts his examination. He checks her pelvis and he starts moving her around. So he concluded that her death had to do with pregnancy. So that's what they ruled it a pregnancy-related death. A pregnancy-related death. Mm -hmm. Complications from the pregnancy. Usually it's complications from giving birth. I don't think I've ever heard of a pregnancy-related death. Mm. Hmm. Yes. Okay. So on top of that, Zona's funeral was held the next day at the local cemetery. So at this point, everybody found out she was pregnant and everybody was staring at him. While he was crying uncontrollably, he could barely catch his breath. And right before they lowered her casket into the grave, he made a point of putting his wife's favorite scarf into the, cl- into the coffin when he said his final goodbye. He shut the mm-hmm. casket. They lowered her into her resting place. The mourners were very moved by how un- unbelievably grif- grief-stricken he was. Mm-hmm. Everyone except her mom. Her mm-hmm. mom, <laughs> yeah. Her mom instead glared at him with pure hate and disgust. She ignored everyone at the funeral, not saying a word, and ran out. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting, right? Indeed. So now let's talk about her mom. So days after her daughter's death, her name was Mary Jane. She began to act bizarre. She stood up all night. She had all these candles lit in her room. She was pacing, periodically kneeling on the ground and spacing out. And then when she did leave her house, she was completely disheveled, distracted, talking to herself and looking over her shoulder. Even her husband moved out of the house and was sleeping in the barn so he wouldn't be next to her. 
And why would that happen? Who knows? Who knows? Hmm. One day, she woke up out of nowhere and she freshened up, cleaned, you know, hair done, not distracted. Um, and this happened on February 21st. So that was about a month after Zona died. Mm-hmm. She walked out of her house. The only expression on her face was anger. So what did this mom do? She barged into a prosecutor's office without knocking. And the prosecutor knew Mary Jane. So he allowed her to sit and talk to him. Mm-hmm. He thought that she had gone mad over her daughter, you know, dying. So right. he was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to listen to what she has to say. Naturally. But then he realized what she was saying made sense and his suspicions started to rise. So once he was done talking to her, he found the doctor who originally examined her body and told him the story that Mary Jane had told him. So then the doctor was like, you know what? You're right. So they ended up exhuming Mm -hmm. her body the next day on February 22nd. They brought her casket into the schoolhouse. And then when they were in there, they lifted her body and placed her on the table. Her body was preserved really well because the ground was so cold. It was during the winter. So, you know, of course, no cold, all that good stuff. So then everyone but the doctor and the prosecutor left. And within 30 seconds of examining the body, they both at the same exact time on either side of the body saw exactly what Mary Jane had alluded. They both looked at each other and couldn't believe Mary Jane's story was true. Are you ready to hear what the story was? Yes, please. Are you on your edge of the seat yet? I really am. I'm like, okay, (laughs) what is it that she saw? So this is from Mary Jane's perspective. This is basically what she barged into the prosecutor's office and told him. Mary Jane was overcome with grief over losing her daughter. The feeling that she was harboring was hatred toward Esramis. That's what I don't fucking know. I think that's what his name is. The husband. She hated him and she always hated him. But now that her daughter was dead, And she was forced to watch this guy sob and cry over her daughter's casket. When in reality, the funeral is about Zona and not him. She spent the whole funeral staring at him and channeling her hatred towards him. But then she got a new emotion and she couldn't quite describe it. But she said it basically felt like something was terribly wrong. And intuitively, Mary Jane felt the urge to explain to the only person who would understand her but wasn't there, her dead Mm -hmm. daughter. She said the feeling, it was like something was horribly wrong and it consumed her mind. So by the end of the funeral, she wasn't mad at him. She was thinking, how do I get in touch with my daughter? Mm -hmm. So she left the funeral as fast as she could. She went home into her bedroom and began to pray for not strength or peace, but but for her daughter's ghost to appear and tell her what was wrong. For the next month, she obsessed over it. And all she did was pray and look for signs of her daughter's ghost. Finally, one night when she was praying, like she always did with all of her candles lit, all of a sudden a white light appeared and just as fast as it appeared, it disappeared. So she knew she was close to having her daughter's ghost, you know, come to light. So basically she did this over the next two days. The light appeared two more times, getting brighter each time and then quickly disappearing. On the fourth night, the light shows up, the room gets ice cold and she describes seeing her daughter stepped out of the light. She said her daughter was dressed in black dress. Her skin was very pale. Her eyes were these dark pits and her hair was straight down to her shoulders. As her daughter's ghost starts walking toward her, she begins 
to back away, but then tells herself that she needs to be strong and ask what happened. And the only question that she can ask was, how did you die? Right. Zona's ghost stopped, her mouth opened, and dirt poured out. And in a low, raspy voice, she told her mother that her husband appeared to be this wonderful person to the community, but he was a monster behind closed doors. Okay, well, what did he do? <laughs> we're, we're getting there. So she said that he screamed and hit her over the smallest things. And then on the night of January 22nd, a day before she was discovered, he became enraged over the food she cooked. And he wanted meat, but she didn't make meat. So, you know, he got pissed off. Mm -hmm. So she tried to tell him that she would make something else and to calm down. He stood up, grabbed her by the neck, lifted her off the ground. And right at this moment, Zona's ghost stopped speaking. And this look of terror came across her face as if she was really reliving this moment that happened. She's standing there with a look of terror and starts to levitate, then opened her mouth, but no sound came out. Instead, it was like all the air in the room was getting sucked into the ghost's, the ghost's open mouth. Then all of a sudden, there was this loud crack sound as the ghost's head violently whipped around 180 degrees. So now, can you imagine, this is the mom. She basically summoned her daughter from the dead. The daughter mm -hmm. is telling her what's going on. This ghost is levitating, sucking all the air from the room in, and then all of a sudden, her head just snaps 180 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> So then, so her body, Zona's body was facing her mom, but her head was facing the other way. She starts walking toward Mary Jane, but when she walks towards her, she turns around. So now her head is facing Mary Jane, but her body is but facing the, body, the other way. Yeah. And she's smiling. And she told Mary Jane, do you see what he did to me? And then she vanished. Mary Jane all of a sudden felt exhausted, sat on the bed and wept. And the next morning she went to the prosecutor. The prosecutor and the doctor decided to see if Zona's body had any marks around her neck. When the prosecutor told the doctor about Mary Jane's story, the doctor told the prosecutor that he remembered when he initially tried to examine her body, that her husband spent the whole examination cradling Zona's head mm. and brushing her hair. And at the funeral, he placed her favorite scarf around her neck, claiming mm -hmm. it was her favorite. So when she was exhumed, they removed the scarf and there were marks all over her neck that looked like fingerprints. He dislocated her neck and her windpipe was crushed. Wow. How fucking crazy is that? So he was arrested for the murder of his wife just minutes after they examined her body. Mary mm -hmm. Jane took the stand and told her story. Her testimony was so compelling that the jury found him guilty, even though there was no motive, basically they convicted him on the strength of Mary Jane's ghost story. That's both crazy, but awesome. Right. But I'm glad we don't do that in the courts these days, because then anybody could walk in there like I saw a ghost and they told exactly. me such and such. <laughs> so what happened to her husband? Apparently, he, he only served three years before dying in prison to some mystery illness that was going around. But it turned out he was married two other times. One divorced him for being abusive and the other died of a freak accident. She was helping him fix their chimney and a brick fell loose and hit her on the head, which makes me wonder, did it really? Or did he like set that yeah, up? Yeah, no, it sounds like he set that right? up. So today, 
there's a plaque right near the cemetery in West Virginia where she was buried that reads, only known case in which testimony from a ghost helped convict a murderer. That's pretty badass. Isn't it? It really caught my attention because I was like, holy shit. She was like, listen, I might be dead, but your ass ain't getting away with it. I'm telling my mama. And that's to show you mama's intuitions. She didn't like this guy from the get go. And then at the funeral, she's like, "Mm, nope, mm -mm, nope, not feeling you, motherfucker. That's a true mama. That is a true mama. Because any other mom would have been like, oh, my God, my daughter is gone. She's gone. She just died from child fucking pregnancy complications and she didn't even give birth that alone i would have been like uh, excuse me what happened so, like she like wasn't he, bleeding she wasn't like did he strangle her is that what it was or yeah i mean like her no, pipe was he snapped her neck that's why her head uh, blew 180 degrees so he had her he was choking her lifted her off the ground and then all of a sudden cracked geez, her neck. how strong is he well he was they said he was a very tall guy he and from the pictures he seemed tall like doesn't pretty, always mean well from the pictures that i saw he seemed you know behemoth like not behemoth but he was a pretty decently big guy okay so yeah that was the story of zona and he just what left her body there and like told the kid like hey. basically he left her there dead and was like oh yeah um go go tell my wife i'm gonna be late how would you why would you do you just traumatize that poor child and for what? To, to make him seem like he was innocent. Exactly. Only to get found out because the ghost was like, bitch, you thought. You fucking thought. That's right, Zona. He fucked around and found out. In the words, in the words of the kids these days, she got her lick back. <laughs> Is that a new thing now? Because That's I- a new <laughs> thing. Oh, yeah, listen, first it was the Riz, now a lick back. You, you know, that, yeah. I can't keep up. You and I both. I, I need to literally purchase the Urban Dictionary. Yeah. To keep up. But yeah, so that was my Frightful Friday. Um, And I hope you guys enjoyed that. And once again, if you have any urban legends, ghost stories, paranormal activity stories, anything that you want us to review, let us know in the comments. I really like that one. It's really got me thinking. You know, it kind of had me on my on the edge of my seat when I was like watching that. I'm like, wait, what happened? Was it the mom? Was it the doctor? Like, who did it? And they stay like they they really like to like draw it out, and you're they like, but wait, what is going on? They did, and I like that the way it was told was like, okay, we went from here to how they met, to back to the little boy, to the funeral, to the mom, to I'm like, oh my god, can somebody please tell me what's going on? <laughs> is it the boy? Is it the mom? Is it- <laughs> like who did it? Like I, I was like, did the doctor do it? Because obviously you're a doctor, you know damn well that she was not gonna die from pregnancy complications. <laughs> there was no hemorrhaging. There was. None of that. Like she was so sick. Wait, I mean, so the doctor was just like, oh, he's not letting go of her body. I'm good. I'm not going to examine. Right. I guess he he felt bad because she passed away. But then it's like, you still have to do your job. Exactly. Like, you like half-assed your job. You, you just checked like her bottom half. So because she was sick during her pregnancy, oh, let me just check her pelvis and her stomach and your uterus and all this. And yeah, that's it. You know, pregnancy complications. Meanwhile, he's sitting up by her head, just stroking her hair and cradling her head like, motherfucker, are you serious? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, that kind of makes sense now. Just goes to show, man, people never take women seriously. Seriously. Even in death. Even in death. Like she literally needed to go to her mama to fucking have this guy put in jail. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. That's some shit. Yeah. I, I guess. So during the story, I kind of figured it was the husband. Like he was being too dramatic for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand your wife is dead. Yeah, you're hurt. But like not wanting to leave her side and all this like playing with her hair and cradling her head and then you know at the funeral like I mean yeah we we've all seen like spouses family members and they're all like you know in great grief but I don't know like something about how they described how he was it was like he was just being extra like he was putting on a show yeah yeah there's definitely the mom saw right through that I would have too I would have like "Mm." Mm, something's not adding up here mm-hmm. two plus two is not equaling four bitch what's nope. going on <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly it's true so yeah so that was the story well, of thank the you green breer ghost you're welcome i like that one i, I hope I our really listeners like-, like it just as much it's the first time a ghost has uh done something other than just scare the bejesus out of people for real we don't have to worry about our equipment getting fucked up nope exactly <laughs> But thank you, everybody, for joining us on this Friday. And we will catch you next time. Eh? I see what you did there. I see. You see. (laughs) All right, everyone. Bye. Bye.